the Let's Think Show. This is Shepard, the Voluntarist. And today I have a special guest. Uh, we're talking about rights. And, you know, I, I, over the years, I've heard about the, the negative rights and positive rights. And negative rights, as we've discussed, are, are things that people should not do to you or they do not have a right to do to you. Positive rights are rights that require you to do something for them. And, what do you think of that? Which uh, Do you believe that we should have both positive and negative rights? What do you think? I'm going to talk today to Yaakov. Yaakov is a philosopher pal of mine, and we've gone back and forth over the brewskis and uh, over the desk and over the internet. And uh, Yaakov, welcome. Thank you. It's uh, good to be here. Well, thanks for being here. And as we are all pondering, uh, I've mentioned on the show before that my mind has been blown over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've always believed in negative rights, but not in positive rights. And I thought, hey, that's the good libertarian position to have. And then you come rocking into my world talking about uh, there's no such thing as a right. What do you mean by that? Well, you're correct in a sense about negative rights that Negative, well, rights are correctly stated in the negative. In other words, it's not that there are negative rights, meaning that these are things that uh, people cannot do to you. It's that we state rights in the negative because these are things that nobody has a right to do. So nobody has a right to take your things. Nobody has a right to kill you, so on and so forth. So rights are negative in the sense that these are rights that do not exist. And the reason that those are those things are negative rights is because all rights are negative rights. There is no such thing as rights. Rights are things which, by definition, don't exist. No one has a right to take money from you or to um, take your wallet, you know, to take to take your life, to rape you or anything. But you also don't really have a right to property. You also don't really have a right to. Uh, bodily autonomy. What that means is um, if you are walking in the woods and uh, you encounter a bear and that bear is hungry, you could claim that you have a right to live and that you have a right to bodily autonomy, but that doesn't mean that the bear isn't going to eat you. Uh, bears don't care about rights. And frankly, neither do most people. So, But don't we still have from a moral or from a philosophic standpoint, don't we still have you know, a right not to be stolen from or punched? I mean, does it matter, right? Um, if we say that, you know, philosophically or morally speaking, no one has a right to punch you, if you get in a bar fight, you still get punched in the face, right? So it doesn't... <laughs> my fancy morality isn't helping my nose much. <laughs> right, it, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, it's, you know, theoretics really are theoretical, right? <laughs> right. Uh, until, you know... Uh, it, you know, laws of morality are not like laws of nature. If I if I lift up my my cell phone and I drop it, I let go of it, it's going to drop, right? There's, these are there are physical laws of reality, and rights just aren't like that. You know, rights are something that we think about. You know, these are ideas that we have, but as far as their tangible effect on the world, it's it's really 
um, I haven't yet seen any way in which they are tangibly effective upon our reality. So when I hear somebody saying, uh, a constitutionalist, saying that there is a, a right, not that's given by the Constitution or by the founding fathers of, of a particular government, but they say that the, the Second Amendment uh, guarantees or it, it puts out there in writing and lets everybody know, hey, people have a natural right to keep and bear arms, you're saying know that the constitution not only does the constitution not matter but humans don't even have a right to bear arms we just have a preference or something like that well what i'm saying is this um the right to bear arms is really pretty irrelevant without the arms themselves correct so somebody breaks into my house and i yell at him oh get out of here i have a right to bear arms they don't really care unless i'm actually <laughs> holding a gun in my hand like, yeah yeah that's not gonna matter yeah right they're still you know gonna do whatever it is that they want so the right to bear arms without the fact of arms uh, the, the right to self-defense without the fact of self-defense is really utterly and completely irrelevant um okay the fact of self-defense or the, the fact of individual power and strength uh, the, of individual arms, the individual power to defend oneself. If you have that, you don't really need the quote unquote right to do it, right? If you have a uh, gun and somebody breaks into your house or somebody comes into their own house and you happen to already be there for some reason and you have a gun and they don't, the, the fact of arms changes the equation. The fact that, or the, the theoretical possibility of rights or the, the idea that, that you don't have a right to be in their house doesn't really matter if you have a gun and they don't. Right. But then couldn't so, I argue that it, it, it comes down to they don't have a right to initiate violence against me, but I do have a right to defend myself against their initiated violence. So neither of us have any rights or. So the one, one of the things that like in, in general, in, um, you know, self-development is, this is probably the most important first step in self-development is accepting reality as it is. Right. Okay. How is the world right now? Like what, what is the world like? Not how the world should be, but how is the world actually? And the idea of rights is, is one of these ideas of how the world should be. We should have other people respect our property. We should have other people respect our bodily autonomy, but that's not how the world actually is. In actual fact, uh, you know, for example, many people expect the government to protect their rights. Actually, if you look at it in any sort of depth, the government is probably the greatest violator of those theoretical rights, right? The, the government right. probably steps on you more than anybody else. They take Absolutely. your stuff. They conscript people into service and so on and so forth. They, they, you know, they imprison people over, over plants. So how is the world, not how should the world be? And once we accept that reality, then we can start to figure out how to actually defend ourselves. So if you are in the walking in the woods and you encounter a, encounter a bear, or if you're worried about encountering a bear, you'll carry a large gun and knowing that this is the way the world is and that bears don't care about your rights, you'll be able to defend yourself. But if you trap yourself into thinking that everybody else should respect your rights, these figmentary things, you know, the, the right becomes something that 
it's, it's what you expect of others. And when you expect these things of others, you get let down, you know? Oh, I expect- Right, you're gonna be disappointed all the right. time, yeah. Right. You have your, these very high expectations that simply don't match the reality. So that's what rights are. They're an expectation that simply doesn't match the reality. If you don't have that expectation, if you don't expect that, oh, well, rights, you know, oh, I'm sorry, bears should just get out of my way when I'm walking through the forest, <laughs> you know, which is kind of a stupid expectation, then you'll be prepared for the, you know, potentiality of encountering a bear. Uh, likewise with encountering governments. If you have the expectation that they're going to protect your rights, your approach to the world will be very different than somebody who doesn't have such an expectation. So would it be uh, maybe advisable for a person, for me, for other people, to almost remove that word or that concept from our, our vocabulary and our thinking and and, uh, and not... I, I can say to myself, I don't like punching little three-year-old girls in the face. So it's not whether or not I have a right to. I just think it's a wrong thing to do. Therefore, I have a very strict policy of never doing it. But rights don't need to come into this. Is that am I on the right track there? Sure. Uh, in fact, yeah, rights don't need to come into it at all. Like I said before, the 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 fact of being able to defend yourself negates your need for any right to be free from assault. Right. So if somebody, okay. if you're if you take if you take your kids or grandkids to the park, right, you don't want people who are strangers to them to you know interact with them in a negative way. Right. And, right. you know, all sorts of negative ways that can happen. So you keep an eye on them and you keep an eye on anybody who's coming close to them. You don't just simply sit back and say, oh, well, they have rights. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <too> <laughs> Wrong word. <laughs> but that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the, the right to be free from, in, you know, incursion, unwanted incursion into your life really doesn't almost doesn't matter. Okay. And, and I think that, you know, perhaps uh, focusing on that is something that can be uh, very detrimental to our, our way of thinking and our way of self-growth. Right. Because if I start thinking that I have five rights or 10 rights or 200 rights and that other people have the same amount and I should expect that of them and I should perform my life that way, then I'm not really, it's not helping my life. It's not helping theirs. It's not adding truth to anything. I could just ignore everything and say, hey, here are 200 things I'm not going to do to other folks. And here are 100 that I'm not going to let them do to me. And here are 50 that eh, I don't like, but I'll let them do to me because it's not that big of a deal. Right. Well, the whole issue of rights, I have just, I've spent my whole life, uh, you know me well enough that I can't say that it's been 27 years, uh, for over 45 years, I've always just thought of rights, and I've thought that they existed, and now I'm having to question, you know, whether or not they even exist, and if they do, uh, whether or not it matters. It's a, a interesting concept. Thank you so much for bringing it up. Thank you for coming on and chatting with us. Uh, hopefully, will you come on the show again sometime in the future? Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'd love to come on again. Wonderful. Well, we just heard from Yaakov, and uh, he shared with all of us some things that he and I have chatted about uh, in the past, and uh, hopefully it's kind of confounding you like it confounded me. I know it's that whole cognitive dissonance thing. Oh, boy, that struck, and I had to really think it out. Stay with us. We'll be back right after the break here on the Let's Think Show with Shepard. 
The Voluntarist.